0: again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay, and I'm your host, Craig Wells, and we're having an incredible day today. I want to go to Psalms chapter 24, and I love the Passion Translation, so can we go there? You can follow it in some other translation, that's fine, but I just love how they talk about it from the love side. No matter what translation you read, you want to go into Holy Spirit and get what Holy Spirit is saying out of it. So let's go in here, as David writes, Yahweh claimed the world as his; everything and everyone belongs to him. I mean, right there, I I could preach. I'm I'm, I'm not trying to read the whole chapter and then begin to expound on it a little bit. I also want you to engage the Hebrew living letters when I, when I picked up the Bible. I was looking in Psalms, and I know Psalms 119, over every so much passage of it, there's a Hebrew living letter, and and Yahweh was reminding me of that, and He says, go engage the Hebrew living letter, whether one or multiple, as you go into the Word. The Hebrew Living Letter is a fiery gateway that opens up the rims of Yahweh to show you more clarity, to show you instruction, to show you a more basically more revelation in the rims of God from the other side of the veil. And you might say, well, what's the other side of the veil? Jesus Christ brought us to the other side of the veil. The veil's been torn. There was a veil keeping us out of the utmost of the utmost of the Most High God that veil is now torn and you can step into the only doorway, which is Yeshua the Christ. He says he's the doorway. I can step into him and go to the other side of the veil. Well, you'll find out on the other side of the veil, there's a plethora of things that God gave us from Hebrew living letters, the seven spirits, the rims of God, the Sanhedrin, the angelic coast, the angelic canopy, the cloud of witnesses, the ancient ones. I can go on and on and on, all the way up to Elohim himself, the fullness of the Godhead of God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit as well as him as one and then engaging Yeshua as the lion as the lamb gauging Urak Kadesh as the comforter as the fire engaging the father as the all of the being of himself you know so this is what we go into and we step out of the knowledge that the gospel of Jesus Christ is only the death burial and resurrection That is the gateway of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The good news is that you were brought back in full status of your relationship with Yeshua, Yahweh, and the Holy Ghost before... The fall of man. That's what he brought you back to. He didn't bring you back to a sinner saved by grace. He didn't bring you back to a lesser condition. He didn't bring you back to only walking in a natural realm. That is why you want to go into the supernatural realm, the spirit realm on the other side of the veil. You say, How do I do this? By faith. I set my mind by faith to live out of Zion until I begin to experience it. Then once you experience it, it's no more faith, it's a knowing. So there's some things I'm seeking by faith as well, actually everything, the catalyst is faith in Jesus Christ. And then as I catalyst into those things and begin to experience some of those things, those things are becoming knowledge. Those things are becoming wisdom. Those things are becoming understanding. Those things are becoming places that I have and be able to function in my consciousness of my spirit through Christ Jesus by Holy Spirit. Hopefully that helps. So when I read the word, Yahweh says, I go into the mim, the mem is the upper waters. I know he's dealing with the upper waters of my spirit and my soul and my mind and my body, which is somewhere he's, he's dealing with me right now in my life, my soul and my will and my mind. And you say, well, God God wants to deal with your soul, mind, and will. Yeah, he rejoices in your soul, mind, and will. It's not like what I was taught in religion, that God was against my soul, mind, and will. He rejoices with my soul, mind, and will and wants to love my soul, mind, and will so much that it woos it over into the glory of Yahweh, into repentance, changing your mind into your right estate. See? That's what true repentance is. True repentance isn't just saying, Father, forgive me my sins. And if you need to do that, go for it. There's nothing wrong with that. I've repented in that way many times in my life. But true repentance is a consciousness of understanding that I, by the blood covenant of Jesus Christ, have been reinstated to the high place of who I am, a son of God, out of the very essence and loins of God, sealed in Yeshua by the Holy Spirit. Now, that's repentance, not the actions of my flesh. Now, yes, they will influence the actions of my flesh. And I pray to God, I never sin. I never do a boo-boo. I never say nothing wrong. I never get angry. I never whatever, right? But the reality is that's never happened. I mean, I live a pure life, what I would consider a pure life. Most people around me would consider I live a pure life. But that's not holiness, Holiness is that which has been endowed to me. You know, I saw something on Facebook today, and it's right out the scripture, and I love the Scriptures. You know, it says, be holy, I am holy. And um, uh, Paul, the apostle, was telling them to walk, basically, uh, rightly before the Lord. Uh, walk holy in all your ways. And you know, at first, it made me cringe. And I said, Yahweh, you know, I know we're supposed to be going into Psalms 24, but just go with me for a little bit. I was like, Yahweh, I'm reading that scripture, and in the natural room, it seems impossible if I read it in the black and the white. It's saying, be holy in all my ways, and in everything I do, be holy. Now, it sounds great. I agree with it. I come in agreement with the word. I want to walk out holiness in every aspect of my life. And then the Lord's like, well, what is holiness? Well, holiness is to be set apart. How are you set apart? By Christ Jesus' blood covenant, by the Holy Spirit, by Yahweh. So, everything I do is holy unto Yahweh. So, I'm walking in the spirit of holiness. See, because your righteousness, the best you can be, and I want you to be your best, okay? I just don't want you to think you're limited by your best, because it's Jesus' best which made you holy. It's Jesus' best that made you righteous. It's Jesus' best that made you pure. And out of that, my soul falls in love in the gift of purity that God gave me. My flesh begins to honor the gift of holiness that God gave me. My soul and mind begins the glory and the righteousness that Jesus gave me. Therefore, I'm in love with being holy. I'm in love with being righteous. I'm in love with being pure. So now it's not based on, well, you know, brother, you're not holy because you got upset yesterday. No, no, I'm sorry. I walk in holiness. Holiness is a person that comes right out of the loins of God that wraps me and surrounds me as a fiery torch and says, you're a holy. Now be holy. Meaning be like, seem, seem, not be like, you better get that right. Because the Bible would be contradicting itself because it also says in the Bible, that all your righteous works is as filthy rags before the Lord. I don't think filthy rags before the Lord is holy. So that tells me it's not a natural realm appendage that he's looking for he's not looking for a natural appendage even though it's fine it's fine to yes i walk uprightly before the lord yes i don't do this i don't do this i don't do that i think it's wonderful live your life upright before the lord i'm not telling you not to but the substance of who you are and your knowing must be in the fire of el shaddai elohim all el, the glory of the father the son and the holy ghost that where the holiness comes from i rest and i move and i have my being in him glory to god i wasn't teaching on that today So someone needed to hear this. Maybe we'll get into the scripture a little bit. God claims the world as is his and everything and everyone belongs to him. He's the one who pushes back the seas and let the dry ground appear, planting firm foundations for the earth. Who then ascends into the presence of the Lord? And who has the privilege of entering into God's holy place? Those who are clean and whose works and ways are pure, whose heart are true and sealed by truth, Those who never deceive, whose words are true, they will receive the Lord's blessing and righteousness given by the Savior God. They will stand before God, for they seek the pleasure of God's faith, the God of Jacob. Then it says, Selah, pause in his presence. Engage that. Meditate on that. And I'll read that, and I'll be like, okay, God, well, according to this, uh, only those who are clean, his works are pure. Uh, They must, you know, the, the natural man starts saying, you know, well, they must never, ever get mad. They must never, ever lust. They must never, ever get greedy. They must never get mad at their brother or, or say something wrong or see something wrong on TV or hear something in the parking lot. Or I can go on and on and on all the thousand things that will make you impure. And it's like, oh, no, my God, that's the natural realm. Step into who you are, Segema Bay. Step into who you are, Spirit of the living God. Step into who you are. Now you supersede over that soulless man. You supersede over that body. You supersede over that mind. And you walk in the holiness of Yahweh. And Now you are in the holiness of Yahweh. Because you are the one that seeks God's pleasure. Hallelujah. Then I love this. Because you seek God's pleasure. Let's look a little further. So wake up, you living gates. Lift up your heads, you ages doors of destiny. Welcome the King of glory. Now what's happening because you seek God's pleasure? The King of glory is coming in. For he is about to come through. You ask, who is the King of glory? The Lord, armed and ready for battle. The mighty one, invincible in every way. We're talking about Yeshua. I love you, Yeshua. So wake up, you living gateways. And rejoice. Hey, remember what I said about going into the Hebrew living letters. What are they? They are living gateways. Fiery gateways. Wake up, living gateways. Guess what? You are a living gateway as well. A fiery gateway. Fling wide, you ageless doors of destiny. All the ancient doors of destiny inside of me fling wide. Oh boy, that reminds me of a vision I had. While these doors were opening up. That's what it is. The ancient doors were flinging open for destiny to come forth. He who comes, the king of glory, is ready to come. You ask, who is the king of glory? He is the Lord of victory, armed and ready for battle, the mighty one, invincible commander of heavenly hosts. Yes, he is king of glory. Shalom. Shila. It's Yeshua. It's you in Yeshua. Well, once again, I want to thank you for joining us, Coffee in the Cosmos. I love you so much. Engage the open gates into heaven through Jesus Christ, your king. I love you. You are so beautiful. I want to encourage you to pray in the spirit more. This is something that's been in my heart. I pray in the spirit all the time. And um, God I Tell people all the time, pray in the spirit. But God's been speaking to me. Tell them, pray in the spirit more. That's right, speak in tongues. Ask Yahweh to show you the mysteries that you are declaring and decreeing in the heavenlies. Go into the heavenlies and pray in the spirit and see what God is saying through you to you, and by you. Once again, this is Seguima Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.